from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Hello, everyone, and of course, thank you again for tuning in. And I also wanted to send a quick thank you to uh, the people who are tuning in and listening in Romania and in Germany. Thank you very much for your support. And this is uh, podcast number 200. The future, don't worry about a career. Learn about living and thriving. You know, I fully understand that what I am about to say is probably going to ruffle a lot of feathers. Because, as you probably know right now, uh, I tend to have rather unconventional thoughts on many different subjects. And the main reason for that is because it's simply not, or at least I like to think, that it's not because I'm eccentric. No, no, no. It's not that. I don't do this deliberately just to be different. It's my perception that as far as many things that are going on in the world right now, and I'm I'm talking about the systemic causes of so many problems in people's lives because everything is back-asswards and a whole gigantic, huge plate load of uh, shit biscuits. And as a consequence, you get a whole lot of, um, well problems in the world because after all we as individuals <clears throat> we are um, various groups of of tribes basically some of them are very small and some of them are very large and amongst those that are very large then there's usually even more strife and subdivisions amongst themselves, including, but not limited to, civil wars. Exactly the kinds of things, for instance, taking place just recently in Sudan. But I'm not here to talk about Sudan specifically. I'm here to talk about changing a mindset. Now, I cannot, for multiple reasons, give specifics. And 
if uh, you want anything more specific about what I'm talking about, well, you'll just have to contact me. You'll have to leave a comment. You're going to have to do something. But quite literally, although I don't want to frustrate anyone, but there are several reasons why I cannot be direct. But I will speak as closely to the issue as I can. So I'm holding it as close to my hip as I can. Now, as in with the title of this, a different mindset for a person living currently in this world, particularly if you're, you know, in uh, hopefully you're fortunate enough to live in in the uh, industrialized part of the world. And so there are things in, I'm saying in the very broadest terms, are pretty equal. I mean, if you live, for instance, in the UK, there are many things that are very similar in the lifestyle of, say, your average Brit or um, a person who's uh, living in Ireland, let's say, or Scotland or Wales or whatnot. But these, you know, westernized countries and even some non-Westernized countries, there are these basic functions that happen every day and things that are going on that you pretty much, you know, you follow because they are considered satrosanct. That is, you simply don't question the given uh, narrative. And one of those things is being concerned about your career. Because everyone knows, everyone follows, knows, and understands that if you want any kind of life, you want to excel at least to the best of your personal ability. That is to say, if you were blessed with certain uh, mental abilities, i.e., you know, you, you score very high in intelligence, then it's a statistical given that you should, all other things being equal, do much better in the career and or job market as opposed to someone who doesn't. And that's pretty much, for most of us, that's simply a, you know, luck of the draw. As a matter of fact, truth be said, and I know this is going to ruffle a whole lot of feathers for people who are just so damn arrogant and think that they're so special. But actually, yeah, it requires work and it requires, you know, um, effort. But a hell of a lot of it is just luck. Sometimes the person who can be in the right place at the right time benefits. And conversely, just to demonstrate just to prove that there is no damn rhyme or reason to a lot of this this swirling pool of chaos we call life, 
You can just be standing on a street corner waiting for the bus, minding your own business and end up getting shot or run over by a car or whatever. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time. So the universe isn't fair. So just understand that. That's an operating premise here. But besides all that, there's still everything going on with society and the things that we need to deal with on a daily basis. And again, for the majority of people, that means we're just trying to survive. We're trying to better our lives. And that's the way pretty much it always has been. (coughs) Pardon me. Been that way throughout recorded human history. And I'm sure it was probably that way before then. But there are things that really are different today as opposed to uh, recent history or even going back in antiquity. And that is, for instance, if you go way back... I mean, if you look at the U.S., which is really a blessed continent, and we were damn lucky when this was discovered, and, you know, we're not even, you know, 300 years old, really. That's that's recent. That's, you know, that's very short. And when we got it, it was bountiful, beautiful, and rugged. There weren't any people, except if you're not counting the native people. But I mean, even so, there just there weren't a hell of a lot of people. And this was pre-industrial um, um, America, so all that kind of limits your your reproductive your progress, so to speak. Well, we fast forward all this time, and that's certainly not the case today. We can see that. And as a consequence of this, there have been, we've, we have these, what I'd say, artificial means of separating the wheat from the chaff. So, the... The ability to succeed in, say, decades or perhaps centuries past, um, if you had even, you know, average relatively good IQ, for instance, and you had a strong back and some wits about you, then you could start a business in lumber and, you know, you didn't need a PhD in you know, dingalingology or whatever the hell you want to call it. So, yeah, all that is pretty much gone. You can't any longer just go out and claim 40, 50 acres for yourself or have the government give it to you. Um, <clears throat> they may have a little bit of that still going on, I don't know, in Alaska, but, you know, um, in my opinion, uh, yeah, I know about its beauty and, and all of that, but, um, yeah, I, most folks, 
the prospect of living in Alaska doesn't really appeal to them. So, anyway, <clears throat> the whole thing here is the degree mills and all these people, all the, the rabbits, I refer to them as a whole bunch of rabbits, and they're all scurrying in their careers because that's what they're forced to do. And you are literally forced to do that. But the problem is, <clears throat> even though they're all rabbits, rabbits, bunnies can be quick. But some of the rabbits, some of those bunnies are quicker than the other rabbits. So it's not fair and equal. Just like life is not fair and equal. So the really smart rabbits, the really fast rabbits or as some call the really productive rabbits, they scurry and they find the holes. The holes are those degrees which give them the money, which in turn allows them to be extremely happy by going into debt for hundreds of thousands of dollars for the next 30 years of their life. I'm talking about the whole boat anchor of, of the home thing um so and that's for those scurrying around those are the lucky ones or let's put it this way the ones who consider themselves to be lucky now i want to approach this from a different direction and <clears throat> what i'm saying is what a person I believe should be doing, I know, for instance, I know this is going to sound like a very old cliche, but if I were young and know what I know now, it is exactly what I would be doing. And I would not be pursuing a career. I would not be pursuing a career. I'm talking about <clears throat> careers in real estate, finance, um, the, those types of, of careers, any company-based careers, other than things that are absolutely essential because when it comes right down to it, what you need are doctors, literal MDs, and barbers before you fucking need a real estate agent. And so the situation <clears throat> right now has not reached quite reached the point where this becomes very clear and evident. But what I'm saying to you is that this is exactly what is going to become very clear uh, very soon. Um, there are a whole lot of positions and jobs <clears throat> that are, quite simply put, going to be gone. They're just going to be gone, and they're not coming back. Okay, 
So all of this time that one can devote, for instance, to uh, learn how to, um, I don't know, work a particular very high-tech piece of machinery that requires very high-tech thinking um, and just a lot of, I don't know, programming knowledge, software knowledge, that you are expendable. And you're expendable for a number of reasons. Number one, they will always find, as the pool of available positions for this shrinks, and it is shrinking, you are expendable. You are not worth what you once were. And the market is shrinking. So it is shrink and it's shrinking <clears throat> for the simple reason that there are just so many people quite simply to do it perhaps cheaper, certainly cheaper, and maybe even faster or better. I needed some um, computer work. There was some of that work that I needed done that still has not been done, by the way. And I went to a company which um, basically farms out this work to uh, independent uh, people to do this work. And I was, you know, this is some some fairly high technical stuff. And um, they can, you know, through their filters, you can, you know, basically describe as best you can what it is that you need to be done. And they, uh, you can filter it any way you want. And you could even click on a filter that says um, you want U.S. Uh, based assistance only or I'm open to the world kind of thing. So just as an experiment, I did both. I opened it up to the world, and then I shut that off, and I said U.S. only. And the, the price point amongst the world, in this case particularly from India, um, it, was, it was just bizarre. Um, there was no, with the wages, there, was, there wasn't even a, a, a beginning um, to compare the wages. Um, some people working as low as, I don't know, six bucks an hour. This is for, I mean, very technical stuff that has to be done online and I that is not me I am <laughs> I'm I'm not a techno guy this was this is way beyond my understanding and my pay grade so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna farm this out um but yeah when you um for these techie people um here in the US and we're we're talking any anywhere from $50 an hour and up 
versus people willing, I'm saying at the very lowest end from India at $6 an hour. And they can do face-to-face communication. In other words, essentially, you give them all the data. You could talk to them face and uh, face-to-face via Zoom or what have you. And so, yeah, um, so it would only seem, you know, unless you're someone with very specific criteria and you have seriously deep financial pockets, vast majority of people are going to hire those people in, let's say, in India. I had people from India, you know, starting at like six, averaging, I don't know, 10, 12 an hour. I had people in the Ukraine. Yes, the Ukraine. And um, so you can't compete with that. So the writing that I'm telling you is on the wall. Those things are going bye-bye, just like it was the, uh, the whole thing that happened fairly recently. I, I believe it was at Google. And now, just recently, it just happened at Facebook, where all of these, I don't know, these Gen Zoomers or whatever the hell they're called, but the youngins out there, and they get a a harsh dose of reality when, you know, there's, I don't know, hundreds of them just shit canned right there, clean out your desk, you're, you're done, your history. <laughs> so much for innovation. Yeah, we we got other we have other people. And a lot of these these what I call these extremely sensitive, whiny, and obviously typically very woke people who they have no resilience. There there's just they're just Nothing there. They're just grown children. I I can't even comprehend this, wrap my head around it. And they start crying. Um, interviews with uh, a couple of gals doing this and said, well, and they're talking to him. So, well, what did you do? And, and it's like, and there's, then they start crying again. And I called my mom. Mom? Dad? The world's kicking my ass again, and I don't know what to do. This is coming from the same people, bear in mind. Um, and I have, <clears throat> through friends and whatnot, I've known them, that when when all this time life's going good for them, when life's going was going good for them and their friends, um, it would take an act of God or Congress for the same fucking people, these these self-absorbed creatures to call their parents and then they take them back because they've babied them their whole lives. And yeah, so here we go again. Same old stupid ass cycle. So yeah, they didn't have, they couldn't give their parents, wouldn't call them, you know, because they're making the money. They're independent. (laughs) 
um, until the world starts kicking their ass. Until the realities of life start kicking their ass. And like then they start crying and the voice is breaking like this. I just don't know what to do. They called my mom. They called my dad. Dad, the world is kicking my ass. Here, honey, here. It's okay. It's okay. Let me pet here. So yeah, we'll make you some dinner. You can move back in again and we'll we'll pat you up and make everything better. That is a recipe for fucking disaster. But that is what I am trying to illustrate. That um, you need to learn something real because that is what's going to get you through the job apocalypse, uh, whatever you want to call it, something apocalyptic apocalypse, the job apocalypse. They're going away. Big time. They're not coming back. So having something tangible, real, that's a starting point. <clears throat> because your career, like I have a career in marketing finance. I have a career in market, whatever the fuck it is. I'm a, I'm a something, something, da, 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 data specialist for a, you aren't shit. You, at the end of the day, if you are working for a company, they can boot your ass at any moment. Get something secure. You want to feel better about yourself? Get something secure. Get your thing. For example, all that time for school and money, if you have to pay for it, unless, of course, it's your parents paying for it. But if it's all you, I would say take the time and learn plumbing. Learn how to cut hair. You're going to need something that in a social breakdown, let's say, that people need. They need day in and day out, and lots of them need it. I'm not talking about these pseudo, these, these, these idiotic fucking degrees, like something in, I don't know, um... It could be crime and what do they call that? It would be a police, something in investigative policing or one of those kinds of degrees. Um, it's It has those criminal justice degrees. It, that's, not, that's not shit. It doesn't take an Einstein to wield a billy club and to throw people in a wagon and doesn't 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 take an Einstein, male, female, whatever the fuck you want to call your it doesn't take that. And so a degree in criminal justice is pretty fucking useless. It's kind of ranks right up there with you know underwater basket weaving. 
do you want to know, you know, more than, of course, you know, I could tell you more. But for the sake of this time spent here, you have to learn about living and thriving, which is not the same as survival. That is a different skill set. We're hoping, at least, at least in the near future, when I say that, I'm saying the next 10, 15 years, that it won't devolve, that society will not devolve to that extreme. Although some of those things that can be learned as far as survival would probably be good. That would be a good thing. But in the meantime, um, <clears throat> I'm thinking and looking at more in terms of vocation as I am to some expensive yet meaningless degree because remember all we have to do is look back on all those people who thought they just get into these things and they essentially essentially had so many people that were essentially weren't doing shit you know making giving titles for something that isn't shit oh i am the executive um uh, um you know hospitality administrator and you know <laughs> cleanliness organizer whatever idiotic fucking title to i don't know pump up your ego oh in other words you're a fucking janitor <laughs> yes i'm glad at least i could say i'm glad that i came from a generation that was not afraid of words and we weren't taught to be afraid of words and call something what it is um i don't for the the wasn't me that caused all this devolution. I think you can probably thank suburban America uh, living for that. Um, and just this endless insistence for the last 30, 40 years on being fucking soft about everything. Because soft language builds soft people. And soft people, they have no chutzpah. They have no... They have no fire in the belly. They have no cojones. But they're really good at whining. And uh, whining's kind of not too bad if you're a four-year-old. It kind of comes with the territory. Not when you're a 24-year-old. So, yeah. This is, um, this is what I have to to say about this and um, you need to learn about living and thriving least you perish so what did you think of this episode you can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com 
find this particular episode number and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are mm, those bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words, only bad actions. <laughs>